0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it air. Monday. A study just recently published in the British Psychological Society's Journal. That dad jokes are good for kids. Do you feel that? You feel that feeling, dads? You feel that vindicated feeling? Deep down, you knew it. You knew it! They made fun of you for it, but you still kept them coming. And it was good that you did so. Here's some of the reasons why. I mean, first, uh, analyzing what dad jokes are. They're multi-layered. They're usually pretty corny, pretty cheesy, but also pretty wholesome. They can be told from a parent to a child. They're age-appropriate. Which is one of the reasons why they get made fun of for being stupid, unfunny. Pretty cringe. But here's the reason why it actually helps out. By continually telling their children jokes that are so bad that they're embarrassing, Fathers may push their children's limits for how much embarrassment they can handle. That's what the article says. They show their children that embarrassment isn't fatal. Oh boy, it feels like it when you're a kid sometimes, especially when it's your parents that are the cause of it. But making them embarrassed from time to time, regularly, apparently very good for them. So, joke on, dads. Joke on! There are so many to choose from, and hey, you know what? You might want to feel like you could get into this if you're not a dad. Uh, There's many other ways to take care of kids and many other forms of parenting, for sure. But it's just, it's inappropriate to make a dad joke if you're not a dad, okay? It's a faux pas. Rick Allen, Def Leppard drummer, attacked in Fort Lauderdale uh, by some random... Just last week, doing okay though, recovering with his wife now in a safe place and uh, not with severe injuries, thankfully. We also have Radiohead coming into the news saying, Hey, new material is on the way. However, an update from drummer Phil uh, Selway says it's still a long time coming. Next couple of years is the window. Some sort of release in the next couple of years. That's it. Stay tuned find out more. Peter Gabriel has been talking a lot about AI lately. I mean, he's uh, been way deep into this stuff for many, many years, theorizing about the possibilities from decades ago, but now everybody's talking about artificial intelligence, but also he thinks not enough people are talking about artificial intelligence. He says that it will be more uh, impactful than the industrial revolution or nuclear technology. And uh, in a discussion with Yahoo Music, he does say that his tech company, Reverberation, is uh, embracing, anticipating what AI technology could be capable of, but he says he's just as scared as everybody else, but likes to jump into the river rather than just talk about it and get ahead of the possibilities as it is developing at lightning speed. We also have a sad piece of news to end off with. The original guitarist for Hawkwind named Mick Slattery Has passed away at the age of 77 And it was announced on a Facebook page, uh, p- post That he died peacefully at home following a battle with illness You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast, Podcast. From 100.5 Cruise FM What are we going to do? Like, what do we do with ourselves? What do we as Albertans do with a Monday after a Sunday With No, the last of us in it? Huh? Huh? feel a little bit lost endless debating about season 2 and the video game connections Why, of course uh looking up shooting locations just so we can go huh wow neat or i didn't know that or i thought that looked familiar no i mean to be honest uh, we're not at a loss it was a great uh, first season people are polarized by it uh, can't wait for the next one which they're going to shoot at some point and you know maybe it'll be out by like probably earliest Christmas of next year probably more like 2025 so we got a long way to wait and as of today it's springtime So we've got plenty to do outside Or we can just start watching the new Ted Lasso season as well I mean that's that's brand new Mandalorian comes to mind new marvelous Miss Maisel pretty soon Uh, Never mind. I'm not going outside. There's still too much TV to watch Tuesday Blockbuster guys Blockbuster is doing something What's going on? We don't know exactly, but here's the deal. Okay, so that we know. We know for sure that there's The Last One in existence. The Last Blockbuster. There's the documentary about The Last One in existence called The Last Blockbuster. And there's even the flopped TV show on Netflix of all places about Blockbuster, when there were only a pile in existence out of the total 9,000. That was when they were at their height, right? And uh, now, now, this week, in fact... Uh, The brand, Blockbuster, owned by Dish Network, has had an update to their websites and their social media seems to have been reactivated, which is oftentimes a sign that some kind of announcement is coming. Who knows exactly what it is? But it was in 2010 that they filed for bankruptcy. In 2014, all of the corporate stores were closed, but the individual franchisees still had a chance to remain open. As we know now, there's only one of those in existence in the world. I'm curious to know. I mean, it could be nothing, really, it could be nothing, but making a website update, it costs money, and usually companies don't spend money unless they're trying to make a little bit, so I don't know. We'll have to see, but in the meantime, it's a mystery. It's stock! One million shares! Oh my god! A Blockbuster video stock. Oh. What? Is that bad? I still have a Blockbuster card. What happened to Blockbuster? What's your next big trip? That's what I want to know this morning. I actually want to hear about it now. That's the difference. <laughs> I care now! Mid-January, you hear about someone's vacation plans, and you know what happens. The jealousy takes hold. The, must be nice, starts circling around in your head, <laughs> thinking about how, how warm they'll be, how sunny their photos are going to look. You were worried about whether your car was going to start before work the next day, and now you've got to hear about swim-up bars and cave spelunking in the Mayan Riviera? Huh? You don't react well is what I'm trying to say. But now, now that it's scientifically spring, slightly warmer, (laughs) now that the weather's turning up, now that I'm starting to make my own trip plans for the future, well, well, now I'm excited for you. What are you doing? Where are you going? Tell me all about it. Hey, Alexa. Play the Steve Reeve podcast. You 2 in the news again because of the Songs of Surrender collection becoming, uh, or at least on the way to becoming, the number one, uh, uh, 11th in the run of number one albums. It's outselling the rest of the top five combined the top five in the charts that is yeah, it's pretty successful for the band no doubt di- no doubt no lie madonna is going to be putting out some new music in the future as well she has just revealed that she is in the studio and is working on something with max martin the producer she says, when in doubt go to work other than that no details have been revealed the pretenders have announced a tour as well unfortunately Nowhere near here. It's a UK tour exclusively, at least for now, and is going to be in support of their 12th album, Relentless, which releases later this year. And uh, it will be uh, a big run of shows into UK, Ireland, throughout the spring, possibly with an expansion after that. Tickets are on sale if you should be so lucky to be in the area. Always a pleasure to have a guest here in the studio. Now I'm joined by Jenna Feuer with Fuse Social Leadership Coordinator over there. Uh, So the big, big event is coming up, uh, the Heart of Wood Buffalo Awards. And I know that nominations just closed for this, but there's still more information to come. So tell us about this.
1: Yeah, the Heart of Wood Buffalo Awards is an event um that we aim to celebrate and acknowledge change makers in the region, the people who are kind of behind the scenes doing the awesome things that don't always get recognized. Just a way to show our thanks to them and get them seen a little bit more.
0: The people with the passion to make progress happen. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. uh, nominations, I think, just closed. You get a lot of them, I'm sure.
1: Nominations are closed now, yeah. And we did get quite a few awesome nominations, so we're excited about it.
0: I mean, I know there's a lot of awesome people in the community, so good that they're getting a little bit of recognition. Our ticket sale's soon to come on line kind of thing when is the date for the event what's going on
1: tickets went live yesterday yesterday okay so they are up and on the website you can visit fewsocial.ca to purchase one of those the event is going to be held on june 7th at shell place and we're really excited about it.
0: (laughs) Fuse Social, search for that, you'll find it. And for those, again, who might not know, what does Fuse Social uh, do? I mean, it's all about volunteering and and opportunities to make things happen in our community. But in your own words, what's it about?
1: Fuse Social is an organization aimed at supporting social profits in the region. So we do our best to provide training and support in a variety of ways, really. We have the leadership, we have volunteerism, we have training and development, Um, so Our main goal is just to help support those that need it in the social profit community, and the Hardwood Buffalo Awards is a really great way that we can showcase those people.
0: And another great way that I find that few social functions is for those who uh, want to be involved in the community like this—they want to volunteer or they they have ideas about some events fundraisers that could happen. They want to start a nonprofit, that kind of thing. Is that few socials kind of like a one-stop place where people can get in touch and find out what's in the community? Well, like you know, you guys are kind of like the hub for the different mm-hmm. nonprofits, and, and, mm-hmm. and people can reach out in that way. So. Very cool. If you're not in the know about Fuse Social, get in the know and grab your tickets. Uh, very cool that they're on sale already for the Hardwood Buffalo Awards. June 7th, you said?
1: Yeah, June okay. 7th. Okay,
0: I got the date right in mind. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming to tell us about it, Jenna.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Wednesday. It's time to talk about sports. It's time to get into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. Not just on the ice during game time, but on the ice, on the off time. Over with the Oilers. Evander Kane enlisted Connor McDavid to help with a gender reveal slapshot. Oh wait, oh, this isn't really about sports, actually. Uh, I mean, sort of it is. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Evander Kane. Expecting a little one. I didn't actually catch which color came out of the puck that, uh, they got Captain McDavid to slapshot. Um, it's an interesting way to do it. We've seen a great many, and I have to say this is pretty non-destructive compared to some of the gender reveals that have become infamous on the internet which is great i mean as long as there's no explosives involved i think you probably are on the right track probably but you know uh, it's interesting that uh, it, it, some people are reacting so negatively to this i mean they're just desperate desperate to announce to the world that they hate gender reveal stunts you know well think about other people okay think about the people that really are affected by this. It is extra tough for people who don't just hate gender reveals, but hate both genders and reveals as concepts. It's hard. This is great as well. This is a story that made me uh, so happy this morning. Put a smile on my face because, you know, you think about these longtime stars like Elton John, Knowing every single you know bolt in the ship that is their catalog of music right they know every single note They know every meaning of everything, but you know a lot of collaboration happens And of course Bernie Taupin has been a longtime co-writer that has collaborated with Elton John a long time They met in 67 they both like basically answered an advert about songwriting five years later They did release this song called rocket man and just this week 50 years later when Elton John found out what it was about. Uh, As they talked in an interview, Bernie Tobin and Elton John about that classic song. It was actually inspired by a story by Ray Bradbury from his uh, book of science fiction short stories called The Illustrated Man. And in that book, there was a story called The Rocket Man, which was about how astronauts in the future would become sort of an everyday job. So I kind of took that idea and ran with it. You know, I never knew that. (laughs) <laughs> what a great answer. You know, I never do that. That was shared on Elton John's social media just yesterday. You know what? Some people embrace all of this AI talk with open arms, open eyes, open minds. Some people are a little bit more cautious. I think that I kind of am in the middle of that. Uh, I, a great many people are. Either that or they're just scratching their heads, just confused about <laughs> what this all is, because there's too much now. There's so much. Uh, there, it's breakneck speed. This is going to be one of those things, I swear, that actually just changes the world. It might seem like a flash in the pan, kind of a fad thing. No, no. This has been developing for years and years and years, and we're just seeing kind of a new generation. And the crazy thing about AI and technological uh, you know, uh, advancement is it goes faster and faster all the time. So... As soon as the AI starts creating more AI, that is when we're really going to see things change. Anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, you know, we actually, we decided to get on board. You know, everybody's got a new AI of some kind. You know, uh, there's new Photoshop AI that's just been announced. Hustle GPT is a new thing. Chat GPT's got a new version. Everybody's got a new AI. So announcing the Cruise AI, the 100.5 Cruise FM AI system that is extremely versatile, technologically at its Peak at the at the just the forefront of scientific innovation it's crazy mostly it's just used for giving you craft beer suggestions and uh, developing excuses for being late to work but still we're working on it thursday come to work with your lunch and then you eat with a fork from work that yes the lunch container goes home but the fork stays where it is lock down the office forks i'm telling you The Wall Street Journal of all places. Wall Street Journal has reported evidence of a global run on forks at the office. This seems to be happening everywhere. I don't know if it's maybe a returning to work from working from home kind of situation, I don't know. But just last week, I tossed out a couple of takeaway containers that were in the fridge, didn't really recognize them, they'd been sitting for a couple days. My significant other rushes over to check what I would never even consider as a possibility. Opens up the container just to make sure, and yet sure enough, there's a fork from her work gleaming up at us. My brain goes, what? How? How did this even last in here? Don't bring it with you! Anyway, it gets washed. I tell her I'm placing the fork on her shoes so that there is zero chance that she'll forget to bring it in the next day. The next day, the fork is gone. I rejoice. However... That's until she comes home again, empties a few items out of her bag, including the very same fork. I was so close to getting rid of it! Just leave the cutlery at work! KISS biopic finally has found a home. This is something that has been uh, worked on for quite a while. Their manager, Doc McGee, has been years trying to get a film off the ground. It's finally been picked up by Netflix, and it looks like it'll be coming out in 2024, all about the very first four years of the band as they began and started to get fame with the makeup on their faces. I'd be very curious to watch. Meanwhile, Chris Martin has let us know about a weird diet quirk He's very strict about what he eats, limiting himself to one meal per day. And this is something that he learned, apparently, from Bruce Springsteen, of uh, all people. And this is uh, coming from actually having lunch with him and uh, his wife just last year at some point. And uh, this is what he had to say. Chris Martin, that is, to Conan O'Brien on the Conan Needs a Friend podcast. I was on a really strict diet anyway. But I was like, Bruce looks even more in shape than me. Yeah. And says he's, he's only eating one meal a day. So I was like, well, there we go. That's my next challenge. Did you see what that meal was? It's an eight-foot-long he submarine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one meal a day. And then you see it's this giant vat of beef chili. The chef came out and said, today we have flank of buffalo with a steroid sauce. <laughs> you got to pack in the calories if you aren't going to be limiting yourself to one meal a day. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Oh, Regina, yeah, the, uh, you've got to have heard about this, right? The tourism campaign has been shafted. No pun intended. Uh, it only took two days to occur as well. If you somehow hadn't heard about it, uh, the Experience Regina organization just started rolling out a pro-tourism campaign centering squarely on what Regina sounds like. we've been there before. Around the schoolyard when I was a kid, let alone for generations before. Yeah, we know. They were actually doing it, though. They were leaning into it. They were printing custom clothing with the city that rhymes with fun. And the Instagram feed was looking for photos of the region to be posted, submitted with the caption, show us your Regina. I get a chuckle out of it. I do. But I get it. They had to have known there would be pushback. But I also feel like that was the point, right? That That had to have been the point. But maybe not, because campaign it's already gone 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 the rhymes with fun phrase is an ancient joke and one that makes the locals cringe but you know what, to be fair a tourism campaign isn't exactly for the locals but i think the lesson here is that when it comes to the regina sometimes it can be difficult to find the exact point to focus on that will make people happy but you know they'll figure it out friday it's a special day today on the calendar it was this day march 24th in 1984 that five students from seemingly incompatible walks of life shared a Saturday detention at 7 a.m. at Shermer High School and in so doing forged connections that would last for decades to come and learn lessons about themselves that would inform the rest of their lives at least that's what we assume like that's my headcanon the movie itself just ends on a freeze frame after detention ends that's that's it they, the, the guy that gave them detention It reads a letter from them signed by the Breakfast Club. Uh, Not to give it away. Uh, Spoiler alert, it's been almost 40 years. (laughs) But yeah, no, the movie didn't come out that date. Some people argue this. They contend this. The date in the movie, in the movie, was March 24th. The movie actually came out February 15th. So hey, two ways to celebrate the 40th anniversary next year, I guess. Always a good movie. Always a good movie. Anytime that movie's on, I end up watching it to the end. It's just one of those, from memory... It's the best. What is one of your favorite movies from the 80s just like that? A uh, Hundred Drummers, plus the band, the Belgian band, Black Box Revelation, got together to perform 1998's hit, the Foo Fighter single, My Hero, and of course it is in tribute to the late drummer, Taylor Hawkins, which is why, hence, 100 Drummers joining forces together. The video is up on YouTube right now, it is incredible. Here's the taste of when all hundred drummers come in for the first time. It's wild. There's something really cool about 100 crash cymbals being hit at the exact same time. That is a unique sound. And uh, moving on, another unique sound might be coming from the guitar that is being sold by Derek Wibley of Sum 41 fame. Uh, the very guitar from the In Too Deep music video is in addition to a bunch of other equipment that was used when they were recording their best album, All Killer No Filler. And as well, does this look infected? That era of of, of music. So tons of stuff is out, including a uh, the first ever guitar that Wibley ever performed with, ever played music, ever wrote music with, a Marshall 4x12 used on the band's debut album. And it was the one in the music video how cool you're listening to the steve reed podcast oh, yeah. from 100.5 cruise fm joe biden is in the house joe biden is coming to say hello to canada um, saying uh, hello uh, hanging out with pm jt but that's uh, you know that's not even the most interesting part the part that i clued into that i keyed into is that sophie trudeau our i mean i guess sort of first lady not really, but sort of. Um, and Jill Biden, the actual First Lady of the United States, are uh, now being you know paired up together. They're gonna go curling together today while the uh, the the official politic talks are going. Um, that sounds like my nightmare. It really does. It, not the curling part. That sounds fun. The part about getting paired off with the significant other of your significant other's visiting friend to spend the day doing activities together. Activities curated activities. I'm not sure that you could ever pay me enough. Good luck, Sophie. Good luck, Jill I'm Sure, the age gap won't have you guys Scrambling for what to talk about so okay, so Zellers is back great great. We don't get one right here in town, but Alberta did get some. Okay, fantastic yesterday was a big day first wave of the rollout more to come food trucks open with their hot chicken sandwiches and everything Yeah, yeah, we get it, but now what? And I've got an answer for you. Now what about SAN, right? SAN STORES! I don't know if that ever stood for something. Did- did, was that an acronym? It was always capitalized. I never understood SAN STORES when I was a kid. Or Eatons! What about Eatons? Or Holt Renfrew, if you're a little frou-frou, huh? Or FIELDS! For that wait. I'm sorry, what? Fields is still going strong? In small towns across Canada? Wow. Good for you, Fields. They still got it. Transmission, over. One more, Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday. Or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show weekday morning, starting at 5:30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.